We are now going to head to Macedon Rangers. Oliver Rapson from Lions Will Estate. I think I've been saying Lion Will. Lions Will. Uh, good morning to you, um, Oliver. Morning, guys. How are we? Going well, thank you. We were just alluding to uh, the topic, I suppose, of, uh, of our chat today, and that's um, the Macedon Rangers and how Vintage 23 is going. And um, it's a challenging year for, for everyone. And you guys are, are really quite elevated there, aren't you? So it's, uh, it's a cold part of the world. Yeah, look, I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, I think everyone's got similar challenges and they're trying to overcome. I think for us, what's been quite... It's been a tale of two stories. Uh, I, th- I think the first half of the year was just insanely wet. Uh, I think we can all agree that it was really hard to do anything with the amount of water around. And then it just sort of stopped, right? And so we had two months where I think I was looking at some of our records and it was the driest January and February we've had in about six or seven years. Like, it was insanely quiet and then in the last couple of weeks it started to kick off again so it's um yeah it's been a bit of a bit of an interesting one um yeah uh, but i think i think everyone you know the the guys in the yarra and the mornington are feeling it as well and i mean for us being a bit colder what 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 the problem is that you know the, the winter sort of sets in a bit earlier and so for us now it's a race to ripening we really need to get everything up to 12s and 12.5s and 13s as quickly as possible. Otherwise, we just will have a very green vintage. I'd sort of forgotten, uh, sort of morning, Ollie, that's Richo here. I'd forgotten hey, about all of those pictures that were taken of people getting their tractors bogged and things like that. I mean, it was really <laughs> wet, wasn't it? Yeah, every, every day there was always someone bogged. You know, there's always <laughs> a, a text, an extra text message. That I actually managed to get my tractor and my um my, my my four-wheel drive bogged in one row once. It was amazing. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get out. I was like, I, I don't actually have a solution. I don't actually have a solution. Uh, so, yeah. We shouldn't anyway. laugh, but it is. It is. <laughs> there were so many photos on social yeah. media. It was and, unbelievable. And people couldn't get vehicles on to go and spray, to and, any, yeah, and exactly. it was so wet yeah. and there was disease, and, and they needed to get in there, didn't they? Who would grow grapes? It's a tough gig, I tell you. Uh, yeah, good question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was wet. And I think this, for, for us, you know, um, one of the things that we really keep an eye on is um, plant nutrition, and I felt like a lot of the nutrients had actually leached out of the soil, right. and so it was showing a lot of um, phosphorus and potassium deficiencies in early leaf, which is is quite unusual. And so we spent a lot of time and effort this year, not only spraying for disease, but actually spraying foliar sprays to make up for that deficiency, which is very unique and unusual for us um, because it, it was just the plants were actually behind. They were, they were, they were, they were struggling, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it's an interesting one, that's for sure. Mm. It's, mm. Um, now, uh, we've had a question um, text in and uh, I'll just remind everyone that 0456-965-965 is the number. Uh, so Kim um, is excited to, and says... Um, yeah, it's great to have Rieslings um, being released from Macedon Rangers, and noted that um, you're not you're not closing it with with a screw cap. Um, so, are you using Diam as a closure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do. We do. We've always used Diams um, as a closure. We, we find them extremely uh, consistent and really a, a fantastic closure for us. I think. Look, with regards to closures, I think I'm, I'm more tied to the romance of having cork as a closure more than anything else. I think, obviously, we can all agree that in terms of complete safety, screw caps um, do the job. But I do believe that, particularly in our region where 
actually some wine maturity, you know, a little bit of micro-oxidation is actually a good thing to mature the wines going forward mm. due to the amount of acid that we have in our wine. I feel like um, DMs really work for us. We used to actually have DM30s, which are the most um, tightly bound ones, but we've moved away to DM10s, which are a little bit less, um, a bit more porous, mm-hmm. um, and a bit easier to open. But yeah, no, we, we do use DMs, so great, great pleasure. Yeah. Um, so, and you make the Riesling in a Germanic style, you say? Yeah, look, I mean, I think we make all our wines in a, in a way that we like to drink them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so it, with regards to Riesling, we actually stopped, uh, stopped the wine at around 3.75 uh, grams of residual sugar. So it's just got a little edge of sugar mm-hmm. in there too. And when you look at it, we, we look at balance on palate, right? So we, we have, we're just, a, just under 600 meters of sea level. All our wines, particularly the Riesling, have extreme levels of acid. And um, in order to actually sort of tame that acidity a little bit on the palate, you need to have something to offset it. And hence the idea of, you know, looking at Germany and how they do it to sort of, um, you know, to, to drive a bit more palate balance. And so we just leave a little bit of sugar in there, mm-hmm. um, which is actually a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it is what it is. No, it's, is it's, that that sort of like you freeze a bit of the juice and put it back in later, like that Sousa Reserve idea? Or is it... Is uh, it no, stop the ferment. Or it is residual fermentation, like you'd pick it and, and stop it. I would love to just have juice on the side and it's um, sort of <laughs> added in. That would, that, that would save me uh, countless uh, sleepless nights, but actually we're pretty old school. Yeah. And we, we wake up in the middle of the night and we stop individual barrels because we also do wild ferments here. So that they're, all, they're all very inconsistent. They do their own thing. Mm. They have their own microbiology. And mm. um, so we wake up in the middle of the night and as soon as it gets to four grams of residual, we, we stop at Institute. Well, and that's, that's my – we were talking about this just earlier in the show. For me, if I'm drinking anything from the Clare Valley, it's going to be Grosset Aaliyah because at least mm. it's got a bit of texture and a bit of something about it. Uh, mm. I just find sometimes this, – this is only my opinion and I know I'm going to get – people just don't understand when I say stuff like this. But I like Riesling like that because I just find sometimes the acidity is too abrasive without that. Totally, 100%. I agree. I'm, I'm on your boat. Well, and, and and I understand, like, so you, what are you, seven, eight grams per litre of, of TA? You'd, you'd need it. Otherwise, it'd be like drinking battery acid, wouldn't it? Oh, seven, eight grams would be a nice year. I mean, normally we sit around 10. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a ripper. Ooh. It's an absolute ripper. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a high. And, and you need to have that. It, well, I mean, and that's the other reason why we do, um, you know, wild ferments as well. That, that mouthfeel, that, that texture is really key. So... I mean, if you get away from the numbers for one moment and you actually look at what's in your glass, you go, yeah. do I enjoy this or do I not enjoy this? Um, you need to make some decisions around what does palate weight look like and, and how, do, how do you want it to feel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, mm. what, so what's the oldest uh, reason you got sitting in bottle um, out in your vintage stocks? Yeah, so reason we planted 10 years ago. So the yep. first vintage we have is 2017, I think. Um, yep. it, it was 17. Um, and then, yeah, we've, we've consistently done the same style ever since. Yeah, so it'd be great to see where they go in the future as well. Yeah, I mean, look, we opened at 17 uh, maybe three weeks ago, and it looked it looked like it just was bottled yesterday. Like yeah. It, yeah. it hasn't shifted at all. So, and that's and that's one of the the best. That's a, one of the best things about the Masson is that the amount of acid you have in the wine will naturally lead to a long lasting wine. So for us, it's not a non issue at all. It's just going to last forever. Do you um do you find that Rieslings will um you know, drink really well at, at release and then they sort of, they go into this sort of slumber for, for a few years and, it, you know, waking up again around year five? 
Yeah, uh, look, you know what? I'm I'm not um, the best at picking with slumber because I seem to like wine just goes all over the joint. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like it really looks fantastic in the glass, and then next month it's just gone. I'm not interested. They have a quite quite emo- like their own secret emotions. So yeah, I, I do agree. I don't I don't really know uh, when to pick it though. To be fair, but yeah, you are right. Like they, they do they do have their ups and downs. That's for sure. Yeah. The secret emotions of wine. That's, there's a podcast in itself, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and are you drinking it on a leaf day or a fruit day? Uh, and... Flower days, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Sunny day. Slightly overcast day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Morning, well, afternoon, night. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it seems yeah. a little bit emotional, then you'd need to just open another one another day and then just see that it's changed, right? Yeah, absolutely. Good excuse. Yeah. Homework. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so, the, so the how far through Vintage Twenty Three are you? Um, we are at the very, very start. So, I mm-hmm. just did a small pick um, yesterday of some early ripening Pinot that we have here. That's a Burgundian clone, and um, and that's just sitting around twelve and a half. So, we're probably about a week to week and a half for everything else to come in. I think at the rear this year we'll have Riesling and Gamay again. Um, and Chardonnay seems to be slower than normal. So normally Chardonnay is the first thing that comes off the off the vine. So, but this year, for some reason, I think half the Pinots will be first, then Chardonnay, then more, more Pinot, and then Riesling and Gamay. Yeah. So what we'd like is a nice, dry, sunny Indian summer that's just going to save the vintage. I mean, <laughs> what's the long-term forecast looking like? Uh, I don't, look, you know, I grew up in WA, and I keep on cursing the weather every day. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we said and it so, last week. Tim Shand sitting on a beach in Voyages, like drinking yeah. beers, going, see you guys. Strangle him. <laughs> Strangle him. <laughs> no, no, look, I think we had a rain event last night, and I think we have about a week of okayness ahead of us. Yeah. And so I think I'll probably look to pick pretty much everything at the end of next week. Uh, just so things look to dry out a bit because it's a bit wet out there. And yeah. um, the, the fruit look uh, supremely plump. Um, which mm. is never good. So we're no. just going to try and uh, try and just, you know expel some of that water. Mm. Um, mm. Now, if people want to come and visit, you're open on the weekends: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes, yeah, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You get to uh, any lucky lucky customer will get to spend five minutes with me, <laughs> or <laughs> or my wife uh, Renata, who's also a winemaker. So yeah, um, right. we're actually open today. We have an autumn festival in Amsterdam at the moment. Um, which is a lot of fun. So that lasts for the month, and we have a we're pairing up with the forces of nature, who are a small farm farmlet down in Romsey that uh, we'll be cooking all the produce on site and, uh, and just enjoying some wines on the day. So yeah, oh, that's good. Well, see anyone, if anyone's at a loose end, can they still drop in down to that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Mm. Pop on down. You know, just let us know, and uh, we'll we'll squeeze you in somewhere. Yeah, you say you grew up in WA, but you sound a bit bit of a geezer accent somewhere in the background. There is that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I was actually born in London, um, and uh, I, I sort of lived, my dad was an oil engineer, and he travelled around for uh, work right. looking for oil, and yeah. so we lived in Africa for a long time, oh, wow. French Africa, yeah, and then we moved, to, we migrated to WA in the early 90s, and I became a Bogan. Uh, <laughs> like living uh, in Tom there. Price or something like that? <laughs> no, it's just south south of Fremantle, uh, a place called uh, Punana, which is like about maybe half an hour south of Fremantle. Oh, right. And um, yeah, and then I moved to the UK for ten years, and I moved to WA, and I married a Victorian, and I've never left. Uh, that's it. I, I, I'm not allowed. No, no, no you've done it well. Married a Victorian's the way to go, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, tell us, where are you? Where is the winery exactly? And uh, just... yeah. Uh, 
so if you go north from Melbourne past the airport, you're going towards Lancefield, which is a small village, uh, about 45 minutes, 50 minutes north of the airport. And it's just on, on the backside between Lancefield and the Corbor State Forest. Um, so around this other winery that you might know is Curly Flat, Granite Hills, Corbor Ridge. Um, so we're sort of just behind Lancefield there and um, tucked away, about five kilometers mm. away from town. Yeah, so Lions Will Estate and, uh, and the website lionswillestate.com.au. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people want to check out the wines. Sounds like a pretty good way to spend a day going to visit the place, doesn't it? Well, good luck, Ollie, uh, with the rest of Vintage. Um, hopefully you get everything into the shed uh, in good order, hey? And uh, don't bog the tractor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, actually. I just want to get it. Get, get it, get get it, it done, done and get going, yeah. yeah. No, good on you, mate. And, good and luck. Have a great day today at your event. Yeah.